is up, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 92 of the Massive Breakdown Podcast. We have a fantastic podcast for you here today. We're going to be talking about uh, the Destiny 2 Update 2.0.5. Uh, it's not a huge one, but it did come with some sandbox changes. We're also going to be talking about shotguns, range, perks, kills distances, what all those things are. Looking forward to it very much. Let's get the introduction out of the way. As always, I'm your host, Mercury, is joined tonight by Kit Kutcha. And how are you doing tonight, Kit? Mercury's doing fantastic, man. It's uh, We're recording on Halloween night, which is exciting because I got to eat some candy. It's part of the parent tax. Um, got to watch... Uh, Watch my little girl run up and say happy Halloween to a man with a chainsaw. So, nice. living on the edge. Living on the edge, man. How about you? Not too bad. Uh, I live in a neighborhood that does not have very many kids, so we only had two groups of trick-or-treaters come up to the house, and all those uh, the other 58 pieces of candy that I have will <laughs> have to find, <laughs> find some other way to be put to use. I imagine it will be with me eating them. Or, more realistically, I'll do what I did last year, which is take them to work, and we have a giant candy uh, tub at work that everybody dumps their used Halloween, or not used, God, not used, <laughs> their unused Halloween candy into it, and we, and we split it apart, but, uh, good clarification. Yeah, so, yeah I was, I don't know what I was gonna do, chew up some of my candy and spit it into the thing, but, yeah, so, uh, we have, we have a, a decent amount of stuff to talk about today. I have never before made the foray into testing shotguns, because I hate testing shotguns, and what this uh, what this proved to me is that I was correct to hate testing shotguns. It is truly an awful, thankless uh, job. Uh, but we're going to go with the update 2.0.5 first because there's actually some shotgun affecting changes in it. But first off, weapons, malfeasance, increased explosive shadow detonation damage, increased damage against taken and invaders. Apparently can actually three-tap invaders, which is pretty nice. Definitely going to be wanting to use that now. Wishender, they increased Wishender's base damage. They fixed an issue where Wishender's broadhead perk would not activate. Uh, which is the perk where it does damage on the entrance and on the exit. And then they also fix the Queen's Wrath perk, so it's now more readable and consistent. Uh, trace rifles now spawn with 50 ammo in the Crucible. They benefit from the following armor perks. Auto rifle loader, unflinching auto rifle aim, auto rifle targeting, precision weapon targeting, auto rifle dexterity. However, I have not been able to find a scavenger perk that they work with. They do not appear to work with auto rifle scavenger or fusion rifle scavenger or linear fusion rifle scavenger. Uh, and what that means is, if they only had one shot, you're only going to get five shots if you pick up their special ammo brick. If they had two, you're going to get 13. If they had three, you're going to get 21. I don't know why the numbers go up that way. Uh, I don't know why you would only ever get five shots of uh, trace rifle ammo when you pick up a green brick in the Crucible. Because every other every other weapon, you get um, you get at least one bullet, right? And... Which is enough to get one kill. And with trace rifles, I think realistically, because every other special weapon starts with two bullets, trace rifles, you start with 50 bullets, which means that they believe that it should take about 25 bullets for the average person to get a kill with a trace rifle. However, it is almost impossible for you to get 25 bullets from a green ammo brick that you pick up on the ground, which means the vast majority of the time, you will not even be able to get a single kill with the ammo that you pick up. Now, yeah. that being said... I had 14 shots in my cold heart last night, and I did kill someone from full health with 14 shots. So it is obviously possible to get kills with much less ammo, but it is much harder because you actually have to hold your aim on target the entire time. Uh, no swishy swishy. No, you, you can't just snipe someone with an opening shot sniper like I do. You can't just shotgun someone like everyone else in the Crucible does. Uh, you can't even telesto someone, where at least you just have to hit one you know seven frame long burst. 
you got you got to hold your aim on them for a pretty decent amount of time. Um, so I wish that you could get more ammo. I wish at least that there was a scavenger perk that worked with the trace rifles because if there was, I would rock that because I love trace rifles. If I was on PlayStation Four, I would do nothing until I got the wave splitter. But I'm using Cold Hard on Xbox and very much enjoying it. Yeah. Um, but you know what does suck is that it uses auto rifle loader, unflinching auto rifle aim, auto rifle dexterity, auto rifle targeting. But then it uses precision weapon targeting, which totally screws me over because I was trying to use it with bygones, and normally I use Telesto and bygones, and they both use scatter weapon targeting. And now, because it uses precision weapon targeting, my only real option is a hand cannon, which I don't want to play with, uh, or a scout rifle, which I, I'm not sure if you saw, but Cosmo actually admitted that these scout rifles are firing, the 150 RPM scout rifles are firing about a frame too slow. They actually accidentally decreased their rate of fire. Ouch. Yep. So they're firing about 140 right now instead of 150 like they're supposed to be. Yeah, no, I, I missed that news. That is really unfortunate. Um, scout rifles have just... I mean, it's its not their time. They had they had a time in Destiny 2. Might have 2. had a time. Might have had a yeah. time. Yeah, that's, that's true. Legendary scout rifles have never had a time in Destiny 2. Maybe they'll have a time this spring. Who knows? Maybe we'll open the Black Armory and it's just all amazing scout rifles realistically they should get a buff because there's yeah. no reason for them to be doing the lowest the body shot damage as low as they do right now it's it's absurd so yeah um that's uh yeah i i was seeing though the uh the findings as far as trace rifle ammo and that's really really unfortunate because i also love playing with trace rifles but i i haven't used them in the crucible since uh destiny 2 launched I don't know. It's been a long time. Um, they were fun, and then I discovered that I was out of ammo and all the time, and I just moved on. Uh, yeah, that's too bad. The honest truth is, I think this is another fusion rifle Greg thing. I think they're scared to buff trace rifle ammo pickup because I dominated them so hard at all of our sandbox tests with Wave Splitter, and they are terrified of what could happen if people realize how good Wave Splitter is. That's what I think the truth is, and I'm sticking to it. But they also gave us a couple of buffs. They uh, buffed sword damage in PvE. They buffed fusion rifle damage in PvE. The sword people will be very happy about that. Proximity Grenades got a huge stat penalty to Blast Radius. Minus 20 on the investment stat. So basically, if you have Proximity Grenades, you have a tiny little Blast Radius. And they did that, I'm pretty certain, to uh, try to narrow down the play of the game spam that's happening in high-level competitive right now, which is just brutal. Uh, then they got to something that affects me, which we'll talk about more, but they reduced the amount by which Full Choke narrows projectile spread. And then they did something which affected you, which is they changed Dynamite yep. Distribution like we said they would last week. We said this is going to happen. Uh, players now need to activate your class ability and proximity to at least one enemy to gain the benefit. I hate when they do stuff like this. I absolutely hate when they require proximity to an enemy because you know who that's great for? Hunters. Yes. Which Dynamo is already <laughs> great for. You know who that sucks for? Titans and Warlocks who almost never activate their freaking class abilities right next to uh, right next to an enemy. And, and the radius is relatively small. It's like 15 meters. Less. So it's basically chaperone range. So it's, it's even less than that. Um, yeah, and they, they increase the energy gain by 20% to compensate slightly, but why don't you just fucking nerf the energy gain to begin with? Or even better, you give it a sliding scale, like they, this is actually the next thing. Fix the issue where Dynamo's effect was not scaling based on the player's class type. Like, they could have just done that and had it scaled down for hunters, and it would have been totally freaking fine. They 
always, all, I shouldn't say always, that's generalizing. They so very often overcomplicate the fix. There's an obvious, obvious fix staring them right in the face that people would be happy with, and they overcomplicate it. And ugh, it, it just, it really appears to me, because as soon as I saw this, I was like, oh my god. So basically, you know, whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I did I did have a chance to, to test this today with Hunter for both distribution and Dynamo. I'll, I'll get it out of the way while we're talking about it. Um, I have not been able yet to test either perk for Warlocks or Titans because I don't Warlock and I don't Titan. Um, at least not in Forsaken so far. And uh, and so I'm, I'm looking for testers. I think I have some Warlocks lined up. I am in desperate need of Titans, if you're listening. And you have Dynamo or you have Distribution, please like message me on Twitter, jump on Discord, and, and shoot, me a, shoot me a DM or tag me because um, I, I would really like to get this nailed down. Uh, they, they they threw me for a loop. This is apparently the only perk that is different on different classes because I, I had tested some of the others on multiple classes and they had been the same, so I had never actually bothered to hunt down enough people with distribution to compare across classes because none of the other perks had operated differently that I had looked at. So... My bad, I was insufficiently thorough. I should have spent an extra six hours, which I will now spend uh, collecting and reviewing video. And I thank everyone who is helping me because it is it is boring testing super, but it is uh, it is useful. So anyway, point being, proximity is 14 meters as measured by heavy brick. Uh, keeping in mind, if you're if you like to measure distance with Darcy, it may be closer to 13 meters by that measure. Um, we tried uh, getting to, to somewhere around 14 and a half, and it, it seemed like it's probably less than that. Um, you know, it, it's hard to get precise measuring that way. So, um, but point being, you got to be relatively close. Uh, just outside shotgun range in order to activate the class ability and get that benefit. Distribution did indeed increase energy gain by 20% for class ability, for grenade, and for melee. It was 10%. It is now 20%. Um, or I'm sorry, 12%. Woo! Strike that. Yeah, that would be a huge, huge shot. <laughs> uh, yeah, so as, as they said, that increased by 20% from, uh, from a 10% gain to a 12% gain. Um, super energy for hunters, uh, using distribution was 5% and is now 2.7%. So that is confusing. Um, I have to review the video yet. I, I don't have distribution on any character because RNG and, uh, I got to go back and just double check the timing, but that's what it looked like, uh, while I was running a stopwatch and watching somebody, and, and then they said, done. So, anyway, uh, Dynamo stayed exactly the same on Hunters. Like, literally, to the, the 100th place, 2.45%, um, it was the same. So, no change to Dynamo. So, if it was scaling, it must now be scaling for Titans and Warlocks. So, you may be getting more super back if you're a Titan or a Warlock. I don't know. Uh, we'll find out soon. And 
further updates as events warrant. Yeah. So, in addition to that, uh, they did some bug fixes. Uh, they increased visibility through a Titan's banner shield. White Nail will now activate when it should. Surface regime scope is no longer opaque yellow. Uh, and they fixed an issue where the Polaris Lance's the per- fifth perk was not triggering, which was good. They fixed the Vex Cyclops, Hive Knights, and Taken Vandals, which is unfortunate because I hate Taken Vandals with a burning passion, but Vex Cyclops and Hive Knights is probably good for them. So on to Crucible. They added Breakthrough back into competitive, and this is another example of horrendously overcomplicating something. I'm not even going to read the entire change list to you because it's basically just a lot of malarkey that made the game mode way more complicated to play uh, and didn't really solve most of the problems other than now it can't just, you know, go on indefinitely, right? Like, they made it to where it will end in a tie at some point in time. It is still incredibly stupid. Uh, (laughs) Instead of just giving you a point for capturing the breaker, which would have been simple, right? As it stands, as it stood before... If you captured the breaker, you could lose if you did not capture the vault. That is still the case. So there is still a very strong point to be made for not capturing the breaker, waiting until the end of the round, and then just trying to push it right before the timer runs down. Which is absurd to me. Like, just give them a point for capturing the breaker. Give them a point for capturing the vault. That way, if you capture the breaker, the worst you can do is draw. If you capture the breaker on the vault, you win. There you go. Easy peasy. They didn't do that. So Breakthrough is back. As everybody could have guessed, people still hate it. It's not very much fun. I assume it will probably be taken out again at some point in time. Yeah, that's really confusing. I was just reading that. I hadn't I hadn't read that part yet. Um, I played a match of Breaker today, and it sucked. It was horrible. Um, yeah. And they, they Rift, Rift died for this. Like, we could have had Rift as a game mode, but instead we have Breakthrough. You know, you know, what, is, you know what annoys me so much? while we're on the subject, is like, there are a ton of classic, classic game modes that exist in shooters. Mm-hmm. Capture the Flag is one. Would love right? to play Capture the Flag. Yeah. We don't get Capture the Flag. We don't get Rift, which was something they came up with that was actually good. Uh, we don't get, like, a standard... Well, I guess we do kind of have a standard Assault, uh, if you count Countdown as that. But they like they feel the need to like throw their own spin on stuff. It's like, dude, just give me freaking standard capture the flag. Capture the flag is fun. I don't need some additional wrinkle on it. Like, just give me Rift back. Rift was fun. Like they keep trying to invent their own game modes. And the fact of the matter is shooters have been around a long time and you don't see new game modes being invented that are successful very often. Like, just go with the classics. It's okay. Nobody's gonna judge you if you give us a standard capture the flag game mode. Yeah. Should put it in competitive. I don't really care. I think it'd be a ton of fun. Destiny has enough that makes it unique. I don't I don't feel like we need like I don't even understand what we're doing in, in Breaker, to be honest. I understand that we're we're hacking a vault, but I don't know why. And it's it's confusing that there's a story behind it. I don't know. And now the rules are confusing too. <laughs> yeah. And now it's even more confusing than it was to be with. So moving on, Gambit, they nerfed Sleeper again, which is pretty hilarious to me. And I played six games of Gambit today, didn't see a single Sleeper, which is awesome. Uh, Sleeper Simulant gains less ammo from heavy crates. It's only two. Uh, it was four. Swords gain more. It's 12 up from six. They get doubled. Uh, they fixed a couple of bugs. They increased the spawn rate of the Ascendant Prime Evil Servitor. But if you Gambit, Ship, and Sparrow are no longer guaranteed, they're just chance drops, which is going to suck for me because I'm basically never going to get dredging now. Uh, and then items in the economy. Obviously, they've put Exotic Duplicate waiting in, so... 
Uh, duplicates are weighted lower than new exotics. They removed quest weapons from the exotic loot pool, and they weighted armor higher than weapons if you do get a duplicate because armor has random rolls. Uh, enhancement cores are now what Masterwork cores used to be. They come from Scrapper Bounties, Spider Weekly Bounties. Uh, they also pop up in the loot feed now as opposed to showing up the way, you know, like materials do. Hmm. Uh Banshee44 accepts 25th Gunsmith's materials at a time, 25 Gunsmith's materials at a time. That's nice. Uh, increase the stack size of Ghost Raggers from 10 to 20. Reduce shader, disman- shader dismantle time from one second to a quarter second. That was actually funny because I accidentally dismantled a wrong shader today, which I've <laughs> never done before. Uh, but I like it. Uh, and then just yeah. some other stuff that we don't really need to talk about. That's pretty much it for the 2.0.5 update. Uh, did you have any additional stuff to talk about before we talk about the disgraceful, disgraceful thing they did to Full Choke? No, uh, no. I think other than that, I mean, yeah, there's not really a whole lot, not really a whole lot worth mentioning. Let's uh, let's dive into the shotguns. Awesome. So what they did to Full Choke, uh, and in order to know where Full Choke was at the beginning, uh, I guess we should start at the beginning. I basically took uh, as many shotguns as I had, and as many shotguns as people in my clan had. And we went to custom games, and we measured ourselves out with Darcy. We made sure that our legs were positioned ever so correctly, because if you position your legs too wide, it kills really easily. If you position your legs too narrow, it can't kill at all. Uh, we tested at which distances you had to start aiming farther down, which is now something that you know, by the way. So if you are within 6 meters, aiming at their chest, center mass works. If you are outside of 6 meters, you have to start progressively aiming lower and lower and lower, until at 9 meters, you're basically aiming at like the top of their thigh. Or, or even, you know, sometimes with some weapons, like the, the tighter the pellet spread, the, the higher you can aim. So with like a, a precision shotgun, you could probably aim at like the top of their thigh, their hips. With like an aggressive shotgun, we were having to aim, like mind benders, we were having to aim at like up, right above their knees, right? So apparently the farther away you are, the lower you have to aim. I guess the pellets like rise or something like that. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, they're, they're anti-gravity pellets. Yeah. Uh... So we basically just, it, it took me probably seven nights worth of testing. Uh, and the reason why is because I tested every single gun with every single perk option that I had at every half meter of range, uh, 10 times minimum each so that I could actually get percentages to say, if it kills more than 50% of the time at this range. Uh, then I will consider it consistently killing at this range. If it kills less, I will consider it not, and I'll move down a half meter and go from there. So basically the the lowest range shotguns you're going to get are obviously the the rapid fires, the Badlanders, right? Like those things apparently have a, a base range of probably like a little over five meters, um, which makes sense because they fire the fastest. However, they do have the ability to two-tap out to, like, it used to be 10 meters. It's like eight and a half, nine meters now. They do have the ability to two-tap at a pretty significant distance, which is great. So I think that's probably why you saw a fair amount of those for a little while. Um, but the ones that have the highest range, uh, just pay attention to the stat bar. It's the precisions. And the precisions can get, I, I believe we were talking about there's one that can hit like 95 or 96 range or something. Yeah. If you get a full range masterwork accurized rounds and rifle barrel. And uh, so originally what was funny is we had thought that, uh, we had thought that different archetypes had tighter pellet spreads, but it really doesn't have anything to do with the archetype other than the archetypes have like uh, a set range to them. 
So what it really is, is range, just like in Destiny 1, decreases your pellet spread size. So the higher range you have, the more narrow the pellet spread size. It does not appear to be as uh, distinctive as it was in D1, where any range boosting perk at all made a noticeable difference. In, in, uh, in D2, you need quite a bit of range to start noticing difference. Um, so there, there are a few perks that we have that affect the lethality distances of shotguns. We've got uh, five barrel perks, full choke, rifle barrel, small bore, corkscrew rifling, and smooth bore. Full choke, no range addition, but a tighter pellet grouping. It is the tightest pellet grouping you can get with any one singular perk. Rifle barrel gives you nine bonus range. In game, that translates out into about a third of a meter. Uh, maybe a little bit more than that. I, I wouldn't hesitate to say maybe a fourth of a meter. Uh, no, not a fourth of a meter. I'm sorry. Four tenths of a meter. 40% of a meter. 0.4 meters. Whatever. <laughs> I wouldn't hesitate to say that it that it is, a, that it is a, maybe a little bit over a third of a meter. Uh, small bore gives you seven range bonus. That translates out to about a quarter of a meter. Corkscrew rifling gives you five range bonus. That translates out to about 0.15 meters, somewhere around there. Maybe a tenth of a meter. Maybe a little bit more. Maybe up to as much as a fifth of a meter. Uh, and then smoothbore gives you 14 range, but spoiler alert, it blows out the uh, the the spread of the pellets, and it actually takes off about a quarter meter. So all that range doesn't do much to help you, because your pellets won't hit stuff. And you got three magazines. You got accurized rounds, which give you nine range bonus, which basically functions the exact same as rifle barrel. Uh, you've got a magazine light mag, which gives you five, which functions the same as corkscrew rifling. You've got a magazine assault mag, which actually just boosts the rate of fire which is nice. Uh, then you've got a couple of traits that can affect things. You got full auto, which doubles the rate of fire, but it does increase the pellet spread. Uh, not quite as much as smoothbore, but it does still knock off about a quarter of a meter, uh, which is not very much at all. Full, full auto is much better in D2 than it is in D1. Then you got opening shot, which opening shot's a, a strange beast. It gives you max range on the initial shot, or at least it appears to be. And I, I think that gives you about a third of a meter of additional range. In my test, it did, but I didn't have a ton of shotguns with opening shots, so it was hard for me to test that. So I put a question mark next to it, because I'm not 100% sure if, if that's what it's doing. And then you've also got a full masterwork, which gives you 9 range bonus, which again gives you about a third of a meter, maybe a little bit more than that, maybe 0.4 meters of additional range. Uh, and so those are the perks. But then we've got full choke up there, which used to give you an entire meter of additional range, an entire meter of additional range with full choke. It was far and away the best barrel perk, hands down. In fact, it gave you so much range that on precision shotguns, you did not even need any other range perks to hit the what seems to be the range cap of about nine meters. And you could do it while running full auto. So if you had a Dust Rock Blues or a uh, retold tail you could run full choke and full auto which doubled the rate of fire and still get consistent kills at nine meters right which is insane the wonderful thing about that is it opened up it opened up a world of possibilities you didn't need a range masterwork you didn't need accurized rounds you could use full auto it opened up a whole range of possibilities the obvious sacrifice was that anything without full choke was pretty much an instant shot so they nerfed it they nerfed it. They cut it in half. It basically gives you a half a meter now of increased range. Uh, that makes it barely better than rifled barrel within nine meters. And in fact, what it does is it kind of gives you the option. Like, rifled barrel is still the second best barrel perk. 
Uh, and it's very, very close now. And it's arguable that outside of nine meters, rifle barrel is actually better than full choke because it will prevent your damage fall off. And it allows you to still hit precision damage because full choke takes away your precision damage. You just don't hit any precision damage. So it's actually arguable that at greater than nine meters, rifle barrel is better than full choke. Unfortunately, what that means is you also basically need accurate rounds and need a range masterwork to max out your shotgun's consistency at like the maximum range. Which sucks because they took it from, okay, well, we only have one good barrel perk, but all the rest of the perks are open wide. The, the masterwork is open wide, and now it's you've got two barrel perks you can choose from, but you have to have accurized rounds and you have to have a range masterwork. So I'm a little bit disappointed by that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a... Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of a mixed bag. Like, uh, I understand, you know, when they, uh, when they realize that a perk in play, in practice, is significantly stronger to the point that it's the only only real choice in the slot for somebody trying to have the best possible weapon which we all are of course um i mean they want to bring it down to where you're making a choice between two different possible benefits so i i get that um but it is you know it is kind of unfortunate because uh well i mean because it makes it harder to to run those guns at all when the fast firing guns can two tap outside of the one tap range of the precisions and the aggressives so it kind of uh i don't know <laughs> it kind of i for for me I, I feel like it kind of torches those guns a little bit um where they're still good i'm like i still i still love running the uh the precision shotguns but I feel like now I need to start paying attention to uh, my parcel of Stardust drops, my Badlander drops, to see if I can get something better um, so that I can two-tap from greater distance. A, a better a better option is to get a precision weapon with full auto and just let it double the rate of fire. Yeah. If it, But again, because of the way they changed full choke, you now it's much harder to get that god roll, right? Like you yeah. need Accurize to make up for it. Um, you know, I tested one that had full choke and light mag and and full auto, and it seemed to be able to consistently kill at nine. But but it doesn't really make sense to me because the one that I had with uh, with full choke and full auto couldn't come even close. And I and I don't think that, or I'm sorry, the one that I had with just full choke couldn't come close to killing at nine. And light mag doesn't make up for the deficit that full auto hits you with so i'm not really sure the way that was working out it might have just been good pellet rng or something like that but but i really do think that precisions with full auto and a lot of range are probably the best bet in the crucible right now the problem that i have with rapid fires is that the rapid fires that used to be able to reach out and touch you with two taps relied on full choke a lot. Mm, yeah. And full choke just got pulled back. And so their range got pulled back. So now their two tap range is inside the one tap range okay. of precisions with all the range perks laid out. Right. So I didn't put that together. So that's a good, that's a good point. Yeah. So the problem is that a precision that it, it's actually good for the health of the crucible overall. Like I'm not going to say that it's not, it is. It is going to be much harder now for shotguns to hit that 9-meter range. Uh, it's going to be much more difficult. It's going to be much more rare. On the whole, shotguns you know, may be able to reach out and touch you from a little bit too much, a little bit too easily. Depends on your point of view. 
I'm a Telesto user. I don't really have much problem with them. But, you know, for everyone else who hasn't gone over to the dark side, there there's <laughs> there's a realistic uh, statement that shotguns may be able to hit from too far. And this full choke nerf has definitely helped to make it more difficult that they can do that. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I see... And I, I really don't get that argument. I come from, you know, I'm, I'm somebody who used shotguns just every opportunity I got in Destiny 1 when they were hitting from much further out. Uh, I abused Felwinter's Lie just endlessly. Um, and I don't feel bad about it in the least. I feel fantastic about it. So at this point, I feel like shotguns are in a pretty good place as far as range. It's far enough out far enough out that they can that they can still be you know really effective in the right hands but uh close enough in that if you're playing smart you're uh, you're keeping a distance that you need for your for your weapon assuming you're not using a shotgun uh you can definitely prevent me from getting close to you and uh mm-hmm. and melt me down and if i if i've got that shotgun out i'm just you know occasionally i'll get trapped i'll, I'll think somebody's close and they they back off right as I round the corner, and I can't get to them before they can melt me. So, uh, you know, there's counterplay against shotguns right now. People are just—I don't know. People are stuck in their ways. They yeah. don't want to have to find counterplay. They want to play the way they want. We've talked about this before, but yeah. people want to play the way they want, and they don't want anything that counters them to be in the game. Yeah, counter counterplay is tough. It makes you think, it makes you work. Uh, you know, and I said this before, and I had a couple people get on to me, but at a high level. Uh, at a high level in, in competitive Destiny 2, uh, almost, I'd say probably 90% of people will run shotguns. Uh, a small contingent of people will run Telesto, and those people will get endless amounts of hate mail. Telesto hard counters shotguns. You know what Telesto doesn't hard counter? A sniper. But you know what's really hard to do? Snipe well in Destiny 2. Somebody was somebody was swinging by to the fox pretty hard uh, in a match I... <laughs> played earlier but yeah I, I that's the first time i've been killed by a sniper in weeks yeah because it's really really hard to do it's hard to be a good sniper but sniping counters telesto the way it should and you know what counters sniping is aggressive shotgunning so it's a rock paper scissors the problem is people don't they just want to throw a rock every single time they want to throw rock and they want other people to throw rock so it's constantly a stalemate of two rocks butting heads or they want other people to throw you know the scissors that is sniper so they can beat them too yeah they don't ever want anyone to throw paper because paper is bullshit and paper needs to be fucking nerfed and i don't agree with that and if we are to nerf telesto which we will because the community is in an uproar about it and telesto will get nerfed nobody will ever use telesto again because they're going to do something horrendous to it like they're going to move it to the heavy slot or some bullshit like that telesto is going to get totally fucked and then shotguns are actually going to run rampant and there will be no real counter to them and then shotguns will get nerfed because people complain about shotguns right like it's it's this horrendous horrendous cycle i'm of the attitude that shotguns are weaker now than they were in d1 i would buff them and i would buff everything else too i would buff primary weapons i still don't think although we're in a much better place than we ever have been at any point in d2's life i still think Everything with the exception of supers is too weak. Every single thing in the game. I think heavy weapons are too weak. I think special weapons are too weak. 
I think primary weapons are too weak. I think grenades are too weak. I think melees are too weak. The only thing that I think that is objectively strong enough is supers, and it's not even every super. And in fact, I would nerf the damage resistance to supers. I think the fact that supers get 60 plus percent damage resistance is insane, especially when so many of them have healing capabilities as well. Yeah. So I'm of the opinion that everything needs a buff except for super damage resistance, which needs a nerf. And that includes shotguns. Shotguns killing at 9 meters is not ridiculous. We had shotguns killing at 13 meters. Spread shotguns killing at 13 meters in Destiny 1. That's ridiculous. I, realistically, I think that should... 13 meters should only be the realm of slug shotties. Uh, and I think that, you know, pellet shotguns probably 10 meters. So a little teeny tiny bit more. But if it were up to me, I would balance shotguns based around... Uh, not around spread size and more around damage fall off which is kind of similar to how it was in D1 because um, I don't like the idea that I could hit dead center someone at 10 meters away and not get a kill because RNG determined pellet spread was too big I would much rather if I can hit someone dead center from 10 meters away with a shotgun get a kill but if I hit them dead center from 11 meters away I can't because the damage fall off is too much that's that's what I that's the type of balancing I like. I like fair balancing, where skilled players are rewarded for being skilled, and you know bad players are punished for being bad. Not where good players have a chance to roll the dice for a good RNG pellet spread that may allow them to kill at ten meters. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely like to see a little less randomness because you know, and I just I just dropped a tweet about this as well because. Right before the podcast, we were taking a look at and comparing a couple of things, and and tweeting images is the the fastest, easiest way for me to get them on the internet. Um, thanks, PlayStation. Uh, so, so you know, I mean, lo- just just looking at those uh, at those spread patterns, um, and this is what I, I I compared them to taking a Rorschach test, like. It's really easy to kind of see what you want to see or what you're looking for in those patterns, and it's really hard to see what's actually there. You know, looking at two guns that had a range difference of 10 points across three different shots from each, um, I would expect that the one that has 10 additional points of range is going to have a tighter spread pattern every time, but it didn't. It, it won two out of three, maybe, probably arguably uh and that that to me basically says that like i don't even know if if my range is worth that much it's probably making me more consistent but like we only we only know this basically because you've done boatloads of testing and otherwise we could make that assumption but making assumptions like that is dangerous because sometimes those assumptions are wrong Sometimes things don't work the way that they're described. That's, you know, <laughs> that's that's a bit of a running joke, I think, among Guardians. That uh, that reading the perks description is about 50-50 reliable. Um, that's, that's obviously, you know, an exaggeration. But in this case, like, if I was trying to figure out which perk I wanted to use to make my shotgun more effective, if, if you hadn't spent hours and hours testing, I'd be looking at these and going... I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you know, there, there's no way to tell from the descriptions. So, 
Um, if they could take the RNG out, we wouldn't... I, I would be totally okay with being with having less testing to do on stuff um, in the community in in that regard if it would, there was if there was less RNG because testing RNG like you said is super not fun and you can't even be all that confident in your results mm-hmm and that's why you just gotta be it's got to be a numbers game you just gotta test it over and over and over and over and over again until you can finally start to see patterns and even then it can totally be wrong. There was a period of time where we were testing light mag versus assault mag on the mind menders. And light mag was consistently killing from a half meter less than assault mag, even though light mag increased the range. We shot that gun 40 times. 40 times with light mag on it. And it must have just been a horrible streak of RNG. Finally quit, came back to orbit, reloaded in the game. It started working the way it was supposed to start working, where that tiny little bit of range was giving it a tiny little boost over assault mag, but for 40 shots prior, it had not been doing it. And then we tested it again, and then we tested it again, and then the next day we tested it again, and then the next day we tested it again, and then last night we tested it again. And all the other times it's worked. But if we had gone based off that first initial test that we did, we would have said light mag is glitched, it's broken. It's somehow de decreasing the range. It's not, it's RNG, and that's why I hate testing shotguns. Yeah, it, I really, really hate testing things that are RNG based. I just hate almost everything that's RNG based in general, but I especially hate testing things that are RNG based. Uh, and that's it. Just becomes a numbers game. Just do it over and over and over. We've tested every shotgun on this list, I think five times minimum. Every single shotgun, ten shots at a time. It's like it's like three to four hours a night every single night for like seven nights it's been totally awful <laughs> truly truly awful and like i really just don't want to do it anymore but what i do want to do before i i'm done completely with shotguns is i want to talk about the different archetypes and how and how they kind of exist we already talked about rapid fire and we basically said look rapid fire is good for up close for trying to two tap it's got bad range on its own um then we got the lightweights. So funny thing was, is I originally thought lightweights and precisions both had, um, I thought they both had tighter, you know, pellet spreads. I thought it was a, a, something to do with the archetype itself. It's not, it's just because they have higher base range. Uh, so like the lightweights in the game, if you look at them, they start with 51 range, 52 range, 50 range, uh, and I think 46 range. Yep. So that's all much higher compared to the rapid fires, which start with 34, 39, 37. Uh, I think the highest one is 41. So it's really just that lightweights have a high base range. Unfortunately, what lightweights also have is extremely low damage. Uh, I think it's like 19, maybe like 19.5 damage. I think they split between 19 and 20 is what the pellets do. Um, or it might even be 18 and 19. It's just, it's really low. You need, I think, 11 pellets to kill. So it doesn't really matter about all the rest because the chances of you hitting 11 pellets outside of like eight meters is just basically zero. Like it's just not really going to happen. And so I tested lightweights and I thought, oh, I've got a God rolled lightweight. Uh, it's a parcel of Stardust. It's got opening shot, rifle barrel, accurized rounds. I'm going to be all over this thing. Nope. I got like one lucky run where I was able to do it at 8.5 and then never again. <laughs> Everything else is eight after that. Um, so lightweights, uh, I'm going to recommend you stay away from. But the other two, the precision and the aggressives, 
Uh, both have some really fine examples in them. Now, the precisions also start with insanely high. There's only two of them that aren't slugs. They start with insanely high base range, like 68, yep. and they're capable of getting all the way up to 95, I believe, which is just crazy. Uh, and those things with good rolls can 9-meter you all day. Very, very easily 9-meter you all day. Uh, you definitely want to look for either you know full choke or rifle barrel, accurized, range masterwork, full auto is like the go-to on that. Uh, and that's just what it is. I think those are hands down the best. I think everybody should have themselves a good precision. It's Dust Rock Blues and Retold Tail are your two options. And then we've got the uh, the aggressives, of which Mindbenders, uh, Botheration, that blue shotgun that everybody loves, and Toil and Trouble. Now, Botheration has this weird thing where for some reason it's killing about a half meter further than it should considering it doesn't have great perks or great stats. I don't know why it's killing about a half meter further than it should. Uh, it With Hammer Forge Rifle, it can kill at eight and a half meters, uh, which a Toil and Trouble with Rifle Barrel can't even kill at eight and a half meters. So I don't know why that is. But never fear, because the Mindbenders, either the Curated Roll with Rifle Barrel, Range Masterwork, Opening Shot can kill at nine meters. Uh, Mindbenders with Full Choke can pretty easily kill at nine meters. Mindbenders with full choke and light mag can even more easily kill it, uh, or sorry, eight and a half meters. Mindbenders with full choke can kill it eight and a half. A mindbenders with full choke and light mag can kill it eight and a half. Uh, a mindbenders with full choke and accurize is absolutely going to be able to, to tear it up at nine. So what I'm saying is, yeah, if you don't have a good roll in mindbenders or toil and trouble, botheration is probably going to do you right. But as soon as you get a good roll in mindbenders, you're going to be over it. Like it, the problem with botheration is it's a static roll because it's a blue, so it caps at eight point five. There's nothing you can do to get over that. There's a lot of things you can do that could probably get toil and trouble and mine benders up to nine meters. Uh, rifle barrel, accurized rounds, full choke, accurized rounds, uh, range masterworks. All those things will help you out. I I would hazard uh, you that using full auto on the on the aggressives hurts a lot more than it does on the precisions. Because their range is so, so incredibly low. I think by default, they start in like the 20s. It's yeah. like 24 to I think 32 is the highest one is what they start at. Yep, that's the best uh, you can so get, yeah. They're just, they're so low. So full auto really hurts. Full auto knocks a little bit more. Uh, I, full auto just just takes a lot off of uh, of the aggressives, right? Because you're blowing that, that already wide pattern, you're blowing it even wider. So just be careful if you've got, you know, if you have rifle barrel, accurized rounds, range master work, you can probably run full auto and you'll be fine. Uh, but, you know, if you've got a God roll, Dust Rock Blues, or Retold Tail, I don't know if there's any reason to, to switch off of those right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I can say from my experience uh, running with, um, I, I don't have good rolls on Mindbenders to Toil and Trouble, but running with Botheration, um, I think I tried uh, Sudden Death, Balagant, Summerled. I, I took I took quite a few of those aggressives out, and then I compared those to my uh, Dust Rock Blues with uh, Corkscrew Rifling, Range Masterwork, and Accurize. So 91 range, almost as good as you can get, just a little shy. And in terms of consistently getting kills, uh, just anecdotally, I found those guns very frustrating to play with after having played with Deathstruck Blues. Um, because I was not getting kills when I expected to, and so I wasn't meleeing when I should, and I was dying. Um, and so, so anecdotally, I would, I would definitely concur that if you have a great role in a precision, 
I mean, don't waste your time screwing around with, with an aggressive that fires more slowly. Right. And then uh, we also tested a few other things. We tested the Legend of Acrius. So hilariously enough, I thought the range on this thing would be insane. It's not. It actually stops doing damage at 10 meters. Like, does not do any damage at 10 meters. It doesn't even register hits. However, wow. at 9 meters, if you even hit them with just like half the shot, it just evaporates whatever you hit. So it's kind of like at 9 meters, you obliterate anything that it touches. At 10 meters, you do absolutely nothing which I thought was pretty funny. So that's, I guess, what you get from a heavy slot. Uh, Gnor's Axe, which is a slug shotty with rifle barrel, accurized rounds, opening shot, can headshot out to 11 meters, which is super filthy, but not nearly as filthy as the Chaperone, which can one-shot out to 13 meters, and then with Roadborne active, can go all the way out to 15 or 16 meters, depending on what resilience they're at. So the chaperone is disgusting, and for all of those of you who are saying that Telesto is broken, uh, I point you to the chaperone. Yeah. The chaperone is capable of one-tapping someone to the head, and you say, oh, but I have to hit a precision shot. Please play with it. It is not hard at all to hit a precision shot with chaperone. That thing has aim assist out the wazoo in spades. It basically takes your bullet out of the gun, walks it over to the opposing team's head and just like pushes it through it's it's like a guided missile is all i'm saying it is not that hard to use if you have not used it yet give yourself a go it is a disservice to uh not give it a shot because it is fantastic um now of course that being said it's it's hard to use at high levels i, I want to say like if you played with the chaperone in destiny one and hated it you're me and you're going to pick up the Chaperone in Destiny 2 and you're going to go, oh, this is not what I remember. This is much better. Uh, so I just, I just wanted to second that like, because I know I've heard from some people who are like, oh, I hated the Chaperone. I hate slug shotguns. The Chaperone is in a class of its own. In Destiny 2, it is not the same gun that you played with in Destiny 1, which was good but very difficult to use. It is, it is now still good and I mean, it's. I'm not going to say that it's like easy to use. You can't close your eyes and hit a headshot, but you can, you can pretty darn easily hit hit it with your eyes open. Yeah, you might be able to hit it with your eyes closed. Yeah. We'll give it a shot. Yeah, we'll see. And then we tried to test slide shot, but it's just honestly really hard to test that with any type of accuracy, right? Like, we tried it a few different ways, and we just couldn't figure it out. And so I'm, I still recommend slide shot just because slide shotgun is so prevalent, and it reloads, it partially reloads your weapons, which is really nice. Um, but we just couldn't find a way to test how much range it actually gave to it. So that that's one we're gonna have to put a pin in for now. And then we tested rampage. Rampage doesn't have any real effect unless it pushes the weapon's damage per pellet up enough to require one less pellet to kill which happens on aggressives and rapid fires. Uh, so on those weapons, Rampage is a little bit useful because you can hit one less pellet and still get a kill. But it is such a niche thing that, I mean, it's a good perk to have, right? It's never going to hurt you, but I just didn't see it any instance where I was like, oh yeah, Rampage got me that kill. Yeah, that's too bad. My my retold tail, I'll, I'll have to look for a new one. I mean, I still think it's a great perk, especially because if you have it on a PVE shotgun, you know, it's fantastic. But I just 
yeah, I didn't see a whole lot of use to it. I tested it a few times and it was basically just like, oh, this has literally no effect, uh, you know, other than maybe tacking on a meter here or there when you would have missed an extra pellet and now it doesn't matter anymore. Um, but usually when you're at that range, you're starting to get damage drop off anyways. So it kind of is like, you know, it kind of just negates the damage drop off a little bit. But I mean, it wasn't, you know, you could get worse perks. I know a lot of people love snapshot sites. Uh, personally, I don't have a tremendous amount of use for that. I'm never worried about, you know, my ADS speed, probably because I play mostly quick play and the levels I play at, I'm not having to worry about it. So I still think Rampage is great. But um, yeah, I mean, I actually think that's that's pretty much it. Uh, I think we talked about the, the range decreasing, the pellet spread. Yep. Uh, we talked about... Yeah, I think we pretty much talked about it. Everything that I had to say, at least, unless you have anything else to add. Uh, no, I I don't have anything further um, to throw in here other than I uh, <clears throat> just wanted. I guess I just want to throw a thanks out again to uh, to the folks who've been doing some uh, doing some massive service, uh, helping us out with testing. I know. Uh, Van Holden has done a ton of work with you, uh, helping with shotguns. He's also been super helpful to me in um, having some of the perks that I don't have to uh, to get those tested. <coughs> um, and then I think you had uh, somebody else, uh, CGS Paco. Is that is that correct? Yeah, he's he's a dude in my clan. Uh, went to high school with him. We moved out to California, and we've been playing a lot of Destiny. He's been helping me out against his will because he hates it just as much as I do. But uh, I actually did find one more thing that I meant to talk about. Oh, I mentioned okay. earlier that that I said full choke I thought was better inside nine meters. Rifled barrel was probably better outside nine meters. Uh, I want to go a little bit more into that. Um, the reason why is because what full choke does is it tightens the pellet spread, but what it doesn't do is it doesn't push out range. And what range does is it pushes out damage fall off. Uh, and it also, you know, full choke negates all your precision weapon damage. Uh, so what happens is, like, let's take aggressives, for example. Aggressives normally need eight pellets uh, to hit, and two of those need to be crits. Uh, or you could hit nine crits or nine shots to the body. Now, with full choke inside of nine meters, it's basically just easier to hit nine shots to the body than it is to hit eight shots with two of them being headshots. Right. However, uh, starting once you get past nine meters, it's actually not really easy to hit nine pellets to the body anymore, even with full choke. Uh, it starts to get a little bit more consistent to hit just eight pellets, right? So what I was noticing is uh, past nine meters, I was only able to kill two out of ten times with full choke. However, an, an additional six times I left them absolute, and that's because I hit eight pellets. So I hit eight pellets almost every time, but it didn't matter because only two out of the 10 times did I kill them. However, with rifled barrel instead of full choke, I was able to kill them three out of 10 times, but I never once left them absolute. Never once. So what was basically happening is I only hit eight pellets three times, but all three times I killed them. And the rest of the time I hit seven pellets and it wasn't even close. So that's where the, that's where the gamble comes in with aggressives. At nine and a half meters, are you more likely to hit nine pellets with full choke or eight pellets, two of those being crits with rifled barrel? That's the question. Prior to the nerf, uh, it was no question. You were way more likely to hit nine pellets with full choke. 
Now it's a little bit of a toss-up. And, you know, with the limited tests that we've done, it looked like Rifle Barrel may have actually been the winner on that. You know, that is obviously in a vacuum, right? If Full Choke is leaving them absolute more, it would probably be better to run Full Choke. Because if they've taken any damage whatsoever, you're going to be killing them with Full Choke, which you wouldn't with Rifle Barrel. Now, Precisions, it's a little different. You need to hit 9 pellets, no crits necessary to kill. Inside of 9 meters, before damage fall off, this is easy to do with Full Choke. However, once the damage falls off, you need 10 pellets to hit to kill. And outside of 9 meters, you're still basically only hitting 9 pellets with Full Choke. Uh, it, it becomes a little bit of a struggle to hit 10. So the question is, at 9.5 meters, are you more likely to hit 10 pellets with Full Choke or 9 with Rifle Barrel? Because with Rifle Barrel, it will actually push the damage fallout out enough to where you still only need 9 pellets to hit to kill. So again, prior to the nerf, Full Choke was the easy win. You were way more likely to hit 10 pellets with Full Choke. Now, it's a little bit less likely. And again, it seemed like Rifle Barrel may have been more consistent outside of 9 meters. So that's why I was talking about before. Uh, I, I, I don't want to call it a wash. Uh, I think there's a lot more testing that needs to be done. I would still say that overall, I think Full Choke is the better option, but Rifle Barrel is a hell of a lot closer now than it was before. Yeah, there's definitely a, there's definitely a trade-off between the two, um, which is I which I think is nice to see. I think it's it's nice to see that you have an option, and you can feel good about having either perk on the gun. Um, in theory, that makes it easier to get something that we could call a god roll um yeah something you could call a good roll it makes it harder to kind of get a god roll because now you have to worry about the masterwork and you have to worry about the magazine which you didn't really before but that's true uh yeah the and and there is also so having said this i do not have one of the current god rolled guns which would be full choke or rifle barrel accurized rounds a full range masterwork on a precision shotgun uh probably with opening shot if you have that, I right now I keep talking about the range cap, and I keep saying it's about 9 meters. That's because every gun I tested started to fall apart after 9 meters. Uh, no matter how much stuff I put onto it, it started to fall apart after 9 meters. I believe, hypothetically, it may be possible to push that out to about 9.5 or maybe even 10 if you get a perfect roll across the board or very close to perfect roll. I'm talking 27 points of additional range, or 14 points of additional, or sorry, 18 points of additional range and full choke, and maybe like moving target or opening shot or something like that. I think that may be able to push out farther, but because I don't have one of those, I wasn't able to test. And because I believe those rolls are so, so very rare, uh, most people probably won't have those. Yeah. But if you do have one, I, I know someone sent me a, a, a shot on Twitter, but he sent me a video of it happening once, and he said it happened seven out of seven times, um, but... I need proof of that. I can't just, you know, I can't just take your word for it. Um, so I need proof. So if you want to send me a video of it happening seven out of seven times, I would love to see that. Make sure the legs are right. Make sure you measure with Darcy. I'm not going to stand for this amateur crap. But he actually <laughs> did all those things. And he inspected the player so I could see their, their resilience. He did a very good job of showing me in the video. I just wish he had had more clips instead of just one. Um, but that being said, so I do think it may be possible to get up to 10, which would be hilarious because you'd have a Dust Rock Blues outranging an Acrius. Uh, but again, I was not able to prove that. And so for right now, I'm saying it is only a hypothetical. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's the science. I think that's, uh, I think that's what we've got. Call this the science, the science behind shotguns with, uh, Merc Nye, the shotgun guy. 
Um, well, uh, I guess if you don't have anything else, I am, I am good to go. Let's, let's put the candy in the bag and call it a, call it a Halloween episode. Yeah. And head on out. Um, want to say, uh, want to say, uh, at the end here, thanks for listening to another hour or so of Destiny Massive Breakdowns. Um, be sure to check, uh, destinymassivebreakdowns.com for... And easy to search archive of all of our latest guides, spreadsheets, all that stuff. Um, you don't have to hunt through Reddit to find uh, something we posted a month ago. It's right there. I take I take all those posts and, and collect them there for uh, for your reading comfort. Um, they're also formatted, you know, fairly nicely. So hopefully that's hopefully that's good. Let me know if you ever find a glitch there or any any information that's out of date, and we'll get it fixed. Um, and be sure to follow us on Twitter at DestinyMBP. That's at Destiny Massive Breakdown Podcast. Um, we'll see you out there in the Wild Guardians. All right, later, y'all.